I'm going to start a series on the seven cardinal sins. I know I start a lot of different series and I don't always complete them. That depends on people's interest, essentially. If you're following and you and, uh, and I find that people are interested in what I'm saying, then I'm going to continue and I'll be very inspired to complete the whole series. If not, then I might focus on something else. I do hope to get back to these different series that I've started and actually complete them at some point when it becomes important and there's not other things that need to be said more urgently. But I think it might be really quite interesting to explore the the cardinal sins and the idea of this. So the first question to look at is what what's a sin? In the Western Christian tradition, sin has has become like a, a uncomfortable subject and an issue that people feel creates guilt and is not uplifting at all. Um, but you need to understand that sin is actually an identical concept to karma and the the word in the West sin has kind of taken a meaning of doing bad things um, being evil kind of thing but it's actually anything that is a sin means to miss the mark, so anything that misses the central point. And karma is an action, so anything that is an action. And what we mean by that is an action of the ego, an action of the limited self. So if your limited self is driving this action, then there, then it is somehow out of alignment and it's not... Uh, part of the natural flow, and it creates backlash. If the greater self is driving this, if the universal self is driving this, this action, then it doesn't create a backlash, and it can't be called a sin. It's it's met the the target, and it. It doesn't sit around in you creating issues in your psyche. So what, what happens is that when we, whenever we do something out of our limited ego, it kind of creates a, a, a memory, an issue in the mind, a, a knot. Um, so if you're kind of aggressive and you shout at somebody, that anger kind of sits in you and affects you until you've breathed with it, dealt with it, released it in some way. Um, in the same way, any, any emotional, uh, emotional attachment to what you're doing, apart from the universal divine connection, is going to create some some disturbance in your consciousness. 
So the disturbance in the East in yoga tradition is called samskara. So karma is the thing that you do, samskara is the disturbance in the mind. And karma phala, the fruit of your action, is what happens to you later on which releases that disturbance. So sometimes that disturbance can be released through a, a meditation or through breathing, through feeling the emotions and releasing that knot. But if you don't do that, sometimes they can express through responses in the world that affect you and bring you into that state and make you feel and release that, that issue. And so this is why we talk about karma as being things that will happen to you. They only happen to you in order to give you a feeling. And so if you can deal with a the feeling, then these things don't necessarily happen. And it's not that everything in the world happens because it's uh, created by your karma. Um, but it does influence what happens. So in the West it's called sin. It's not given such a scientific description, more a motive description. But essentially it's talking about the same thing. So the seven cardinal sins are the key ways in which we can block ourselves off from spiritual growth. They're sometimes called the seven deadly sins, but not deadly in the sense that you will die of them in this life, or that you should take them as seriously as death or anything like that. It's because there's a certain soul death that happens. That cuts off parts of your soul and cuts you off from life. So each of these sins, cardinal sins, is actually a normal thing that we, we do in our lives and is can be healthy. The thing that changes it from a healthy action to a sin, to a problem, to a disease action, is the cutting off from your loving connection. So the first one is sloth. Sloth is laziness. So if you're sitting at home lazy, not bothering to do anything, and kind of becoming depressed and not relating to your friends and kind of letting life pass by and then complaining about it, 
you're kind of slipping into negativity because you can't be bothered to do anything about it. This is really cutting you off from your loving connection. On the other hand, if you go to the spa and you have an amazing massage and sit in the spa bath and relax and maybe you have a friend there with you and you chat a bit and you have a really lazy afternoon. But that laziness is connecting you to the other people, to yourself, to a peaceful sense of contentment. It's an opening positive thing. So it's not the laziness itself that's the problem. It's the cutting off that's the problem. So each of the seven cardinal sins is not so much a thing never to do, it's a thing to do right. So these cardinal sins, they are sloth, which is laziness, greed, which is where a lot of the uh, commercial capitalist, consumerist culture comes from. Gluttony, which is overindulgence in food and drink and smoking, etc. Lust, which is sex that is divorced from loving connection. Because sex for sex's sake rather than sex for connection sake. We have envy, which is jealousy, looking at what other people have and feeling like you want that rather than looking at what you yourself have or could have. Wrath, which is anger, directing your anger at, at others in a way that disconnects you from them. And pride, which is the arrogant sense of comparing yourself to others and distancing yourself from others through that sense of pride. So each one of these is leads to a whole series of other actions and issues in life. I think, in fact, that you can look at any of the negative behaviours of anyone, anywhere, and they come down to expressions of these, these seven cardinal sins.
So if we can learn to express these in a more positive way and to, to express the virtues rather than the sins, to express ourselves in ways that connect rather than disconnect, then it's very natural for, for spiritual growth to happen. In fact, I haven't tested this, but I would suspect that if you simply dealt with these issues and didn't do any other spiritual practice, that in itself would make you into very, a very open, connected spiritual person. Because without these distortions, all of life becomes a spiritual experience. Also, each one of us has a particular tendency towards one or perhaps several, but generally one in particular of these cardinal sins. So each one of us has a particular weakness, a particular tendency in, in one direction. So if we can resolve that particular one that is our biggest issue, then that can make a very large difference with only dealing with a small issue. It's not always easy to do, though, because it's uh, these are issues that they're very tempting to fall into. They, they're, they're very kind of comforting in some way to be able to indulge in these negativities. They, they, they kind of help you to feel better, at least in a temporary way. So um, sometimes the, the ways of dealing with them are a little bit difficult to find. So I'll see if I can go through each one of them and describe exactly how it works and what the solution is and if there is anything that we can can do, practices, techniques that can help us to not get stuck and to live that issue in a more positive way.